Grace Bible Church, welcome back to the Midweek Podcast. It's a joy to be able to share this time with you. Uh, I'm here with Brent Bullard, our lead pastor, and we're joined today all the way from Michigan. He's <laughs> visiting family at home, uh, my good friend, Chris Cates. Chris, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks, Stephen. Thanks, Brent. It's great to be here. Uh, well, thanks. Yeah, thanks for taking time to to share with us today and and, um, and be here. How long have you been down? Uh, how long have you been here at uh, at Grace Bible Church and here in Nacogdoches? Obviously, you're right now visiting family uh, back in Michigan. But how long have you been here with us at Grace? Um, I've been at Grace since I guess it was July 2018. So I'm in my third year of teaching at SFA. I'm on the faculty of the School of Music. So it was interesting. Actually, when I got here, um, I walked into Grace and started making community right away and was like, okay, well, God, I guess this is where you want me to be. And I was like, man, this, this place is running really well. Like they've, they seem really organized. And little did I know that both of you had arrived like just a few months before me. I was like, well, I couldn't tell at all. So no, I was going to say uh, July 2018 is exactly when I came as well. Right. Yeah. So I, I think I got to. I got to Texas uh, just a little bit after both of y'all, and um, it was I was shocked to find out that uh, you two had just recently gotten to the church, and that um, the church was kind of in a, a bit of a rebuild mode, so to speak. Because um, I I didn't sense that at all, so uh, it was it was great. I, I'm just really happy to be be at Grace. So. Well, Chris, I know uh, you finished your your doctoral work recently, so congratulations yes. in that. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, but I'd love to know, you know, that, that was a part of when, when Grace Bible relocated where it is. That was a, a part of the goal was to be uh, to be a light for the Lord, uh, disciple making body here among uh, all ages, uh, but also the faculty and and teachers here as well. So, how did exactly did you end up getting connected to Grace Bible Church? Of course, there's other faithful congregations in Nacogdoches. So how did, how did that link end up happening? Um, it was, uh, I mean, it was definitely the providence of God, I believe. And I've, I had a piece about when I moved down here, cause I've moved a few times with over the last decade. Um, I think Nacogdoches was my fifth move in 10 years or something like that. Cause uh-huh. when I moved down here, I had figured out that I had moved on average every other year for the last decade of my life wow. um, for school and for jobs and all that sort of thing. Um, and I'm hopefully going to be here for a, a little while because I'm tired of packing up U-Hauls. Um, but it's after this year, this yeah, this will be the longest that I've been in one spot in uh, like 10 years since I taught um, high mm. school. But anywho... Um, so I had, and God's been a really faithful every time that I have moved, that he's very rapidly plugged me into a church and given me a piece about like, this is exactly where I want you to be planted. And uh, it was interesting when I uh, got to town, I was doing a bunch of research about uh, churches, looking for a biblically centered church that um, had a wide range of ages and like diversity and just all of that sort of stuff and did small groups and all of these sorts of things. And um, there were two churches that kind of came up on my radar that I kept running into as I was searching. And I went and checked both of them out. And um, when I came to Grace was the first church that I checked out um, and met several people at Grace that were on the faculty at the School of Music. So uh, Scott LaGraff and I, uh, and he introduced me to Josh Coe 
and started meeting all of these folks. And it was um, just grace seemed like a really healthy place. Uh, that was to me, uh, God saying like, this is where I want you to be. So, um, cause I wasn't even, I wasn't even trying to make community at grace and I was in the Coe's, uh, dining room with them within a couple weeks of moving here and mm-hmm. they were in it was just it was awesome because i mean everybody was so friendly and so welcoming and there was just a really strong reverence for the lord the church was really focused on the bible and helping others and um not only like reading the word and centering our lives on the word but like walking that out in a tangible way and so i was like this is where I, this is absolutely where i'm supposed to be hmm. that's great you know uh, let's kind of focus on a couple of those people that, that God brought into your life. Uh, you, as you said, the Coes uh, and the the Legraphs there in the music department. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so how, how has, uh, you know, that, that has to be neat. I would say I'm a musical world. I don't know that that's necessarily dominated by uh, perhaps the secular schools dominated by strong believers in the Lord. So, uh, you know, kind of what role, has has Josh played as uh, you know the Grabowskis as well others who, who know and love the Lord and are are connected here at Grace. Uh, what role did they play um, in uh, in getting connected here and I guess kind of ministering to you and and uh, kind of bridging uh, your time at, at Grace Bible on Sundays with living out your faith the rest of the week? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, Scott was super pivotal pivotal in uh, getting me kind of plugged into grace right away. Him him and Cam are both so good at connecting people uh, to other folks in the church. They're incredibly welcoming. And Scott has told me on repeat since I've moved here, he's like, hey, you know, anytime you want to come over, uh, you know, our, our door is always open and all that stuff. And it's um, it's been really awesome to watch the two of them, um, not just as a, an example of a really healthy Christ-centered couple, um, but to see them evangelize, um, to see them be models of how hospitality is supposed to work. And also, it's been really cool to get to talk with Scott a bunch um, about raising his two boys. And um, I just think that that's awesome. I think they're incredible parents, and it's been really eye-opening to me. Um, I mean, I it was... Like I, I'm, a, I'm a like I think both of you know this. Stephen definitely knows this that I, I can get a little touchy feely sometimes. But I remember there was a time I was over <laughs> at Scott and Kim's, um, and we were watching fights because that makes sense with them being trained opera singers that they like watching MMA. But I love it. Um, <laughs> but uh, their oldest son had come home from being gone for a little while. And they both just like dropped everything they were doing, got up, like went over to him, hugged him. And they were so authentically like excited he was there and just like so overjoyed to see him. And we're like, okay, well, tell me about this. And how's this been going? (laughs) And I just like, I got a little misty eyed sitting there because I'm like, that is so awesome. Um, And not that I I had a lot of that growing up too, but it's just, it, it was really wonderful to see that. So I think they've just... That, like they've modeled how um, the Christian life is supposed to be lived. And it's, it's just been really, really eye opening to see that. And I, I just feel like them, especially Scott has been an incredible mentor as somebody who's a little bit farther down the road of life than me. It's just been, it, that's something that I aspire to and hope that I can emulate in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, and Scott, uh, to his credit, like he, I think has done a lot of really good work in the school of music. Like uh, we have a men's group, that's um, faculty, like all school of music faculty, 
Um, Ni He is the only guy who's not a musician um, in the group, but he's married to Hang Ji, who is uh, a accompanist over at the School of Music. So Greg Gabowski's in the group. James Held is in the group. Um, Scott is in there. It's me and then Ni He. And it's just so cool to see um, all of these faculty from a... Uh, from a concentration that is usually dominated by secular, very liberal um, thought that we have all of these people who are really strong um, Christians, like in this group that meets pretty regularly. So that's cool. And then the Coes, I mean, I like they, that Josh has been a really good friend to have as somebody who's sort of in the same season or about the same season of life as me. And he's the, he's kind of one of those guys that I'm like, oh man, uh, I got to like up my game here. Like this is, this is like really inspirational, not in like a competitive way, but um, I mean, for any, any time that you do like sports or like in music, a lot of times, if you sit down with a, a really um, gifted musician, who's kind of your peer in a way, but they're, they're playing at a high level that it motivates and inspires you to, to mm. play at a higher level musically and walking with uh, Josh and um, getting to be around, him and his family and Josh has in, introduced me to a bunch of uh, friends in the congregation who are, are more at my age level. Um, so that's been really great. But I mean, within the first couple of weeks, uh, I was over at their, uh, of moving to Texas, I was over at their house and we, um, I mean, we got, we got on to some pretty deep personal stuff. Um, the first night I was there and it was just, it was great. Like not in a, not in a heavy way, but just, it was, it was amazing. Like how, uh, rapidly, I felt comfortable with them, and just how gracious they were in opening up their their home to me. Um, and in in August, um, I I live by myself right now, and I'm a pretty social person. The Coes have been incredible, and they were like, "Hey, we know that um, this is kind of a rough time for you, like living by yourself, and school's not going on, and you're sort of forced to to not see a lot of people. We trust that you've been really." good about the pandemic stuff. Like we have a spare bedroom until we get our foster kid in a little while. Like, do you want to come stay with us for, mm. for a bit? And so, I mean, that was amazing because not only did I get to have two incredible roommates who were daily modeling, um, what it looks like to follow Christ oftentimes in a really sacrificial way. Uh, but I got to temporarily be neighbors with Steven and see him walk <laughs> that out with his family. And like, in addition to it being really, um, really helpful for me and seeing models of uh, like what healthy Christians look like. It was just a, a ton of fun to get to spend time with everybody. Um, like Josh and I would frequently like after hanging out with the Powells go home be like, and just talk for an hour about how hilariously awesome all of their kids are <laughs> and just all of like the funny stuff that we got to do. It was just, it was great. So it was a really, really sweet season. So I think they've been, both of those guys have been incredible. Josh, like as a peer, as somebody who's been really motivating me um, just by being around him, like that sharpens me. And then uh, Scott being like a mentor um, figure, almost, I, I don't want to, he's going to be like, oh, come on, I'm not old enough to be a parent. He's he's like the cool <laughs> uncle. I'll say that. He's like hey, the cool older uncle uh, that has uh, sort of like adopted me since I came here. So it's just been, it's been really great. That's awesome. You know, Chris, there's, there's two sides of this and Stephen definitely have you jump in here uh, and add to this as well. But, you know, you're, you're coming from how far are, is, are you away? What, 1200 miles? Yeah, about 1200 miles. 1200 miles. Yeah. yeah. Um, you're 1200 miles away from where you got a lot of 
biological family at. Mm-hmm. And and you saw fit very quickly to get connected uh, to the congregation here. You made a decision at some point rather early on to say, okay, this is, the Lord's given me a piece of being here uh, uh, amongst these people. This is going to be my church home. Uh, we talk about word, worship, service, family. You know, you've very quickly, you got involved with uh, at, at least one group at Grace. You've spoken about, you know, men's huddle you're involved with as well. Uh, you've, uh, so you're devoted to the word in that way with other uh, believers walking that out. Um, you're faithful in corporate worship. Uh, you've found uh, already, uh, even though you've not yet been here three years, you found a clear places also of service that have shown needs um, that Stephen himself has been praying for the Lord to provide. And, and you've been a, a big part of that and blessing that blessing our congregation. Uh, and then you've, you've already spoken about some of these family components that just come out as being believers in the Lord, uh, multi-generational components, uh, but sharing fellowship in Christ. Um, so I, one thing I'd, I'd love to hear is how you as somebody that's newer took that urgency to dive in and those four key components, word, worship, service, family, but then also, uh, you know, there's a lot of people in our church that have been here for decades. Uh, some, some, some folks born in Nacogdoches uh, that have been here for a long time, and they've demonstrated that hospitality of reaching out to new people. I think there's so there's both sides of this. There's the encouragement that you model, Chris, faithfully of I'm here. These people aren't perfect, uh, but they love the Lord. They love his word. And, uh, and I want to be a part of prizing both of those things with them. So I'm going to get involved. Uh, and so an urgency that you can speak to people that are not yet connected and also an encouragement perhaps that you could give to those that are, that are taking the time to show hospitality. Uh, uh, because sometimes we don't really get to see the fruit of that, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. and I think you're, you are a fruit of that. We're fruits. Yeah, Stephen and myself as well. You said we're not, we haven't been here that long ourselves. We're fruit of the natural love and hospitality that's, that's been demonstrated by this body very intentionally. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I think it's it's pretty clear in the word that, uh, like all across the Bible, whether it's Old Testament, Pro- you know, Proverbs, it's a, there's a ton of stuff in there, New Testament, all that sort of stuff. It's like um, there's a message that comes across in the word that it's like you you are going to mimic the things that you end up being around and that you love, mm-hmm. um, and that your and I've, I've just noticed that in my experience of life, like there's times when I'm teaching uh, that I will hear things come out of my mouth or see myself do certain things while I'm teaching. And I'm like, I know exactly what teacher I got that from because I saw him do it a hundred times or hmm. I just, you know, and I didn't even necessarily consciously think, oh, I saw X teacher do this. So now I'm going to do this with my class. It's just you sort of become a byproduct of the the things and the people that you're around. And I, uh, I think that's really important to be aware of and that if you plug yourself into the church and you get involved with some sort of ministry, um, you're going to be around a group of people and you're going to start to pick things up from them. Like we were just talking about this in our small group a couple of weeks ago, how I noticed, and the co's are, um, they co-lead that group with uh, the Giras and I was talking about how I noticed after I was living with the Coes, there'd be certain mannerisms of Josh's and Jacqueline's that I just picked up and didn't even realize, but um, I picked up because I was living with them for so long. And it's just, and <laughs> I think if you're, if you're involved in a ministry at the church, um, those are good people to be around. And those are a lot of the behaviors you're going to see from those people. Those are the kinds of behaviors um, that you want to pick up, even if they're like quirky and funny, uh, like that's okay. 
I mean, like I notice if I spend time around Steven, I belly laugh and do a lot more like mischievous smirks than I usually do. <laughs> and it's great. Like, um, like it's, it's just, it, it's good. Um, and I like the first church that I went to after I was saved, uh, I felt compl- like really alienated at first. I had just moved to St. Louis. Um, I walked into this church. I didn't know anybody. I had accepted Christ in the Dallas airport uh, while flying back to uh, St. Louis and was like, what am I doing? I have like, I don't even know what I just did. Like, I don't know what this means. And got plugged into this church a couple weeks later, didn't know anybody. And I was wearing a Michigan State jacket because that was where I did undergrad. And there was an elderly couple that saw me and started talking to me and knew about Michigan State. And then they're like, oh, you're a band director. Like, we gotta, you got to talk to the worship pastor because he used to be a band director and he plays saxophone too. And, da, da, da. and then one thing led to another. And like four weeks later, um, I'm involved in the worship ministry at that church. Mm-hmm. And that immediately gave me community within the church. And I think the larger the church, the harder it is to kind of find a community. And that's the cool thing about being involved in some sort of service is that you start to, uh, you just, you just have community baked in. And I'm, uh, I'm a big believer too, that, um, human beings, part of the way that we forge a relationship is by doing things together. Um, and I think when you're unified in a, a goal towards a certain thing, uh, that's going to help build, uh, build a sense of intimacy, um, in a good and in a healthy way between people. I mean, I know on the worship team, like, there's there's just points uh, that we'll have in the process of doing all of that stuff, whether it's in a rehearsal or whether it's in um, corporate worship together, that we just we feel bonded together because we've done this thing. And there's people on the worship team that I haven't had substantial conversations with a whole lot, but I feel a kinship with them um, that I don't necessarily feel with other members of the body because we're doing this thing together so frequently. And, and there's like a, there's a trust and there's a relationship there uh, that's just really wonderful and encouraging. Um, and in terms of the hospitality stuff, it's like, I don't think that the, the Coes and the Powells and um, the Giras, when they've had me over, uh, with the LaGraffs, um, Zach Martin, my gosh, like I can't even, I, I can't, like I'm going to start getting teary-eyed if I go too much about that. But um, I mean, just there's so many people in the church that have opened up their home to me. And there's a lot of times that I'm like, little old me, like you want, you want me to come over like and, and spend time with you and your family? Like you're like, I get to do that. And I think sometimes it can be like, oh, we're just having this person over. It's not that big a deal. Um, but I mean, they, the hell, they've had me over a ton. Like we've started doing a, a game night thing most Sundays. And that's like, I, I don't think that they know that that's oftentimes the highlight of my week. Um, mm. And it's, it's such a huge deal. So I, I would encourage anybody that is listening that if you do regularly practice hospitality or you think about inviting somebody over for a meal or just even if it's to go get a coffee and go on a walk or something like that just to catch up, it's incredibly, um, it's in, it can be incredibly beneficial and mean a lot to the person that you're doing that, doing that with. So. Chris, I appreciate all of those components. You know, this Sunday, uh, well, even before that, we'll be having Christmas Eve service uh, this Thursday at four o'clock. We observe the Lord's Supper at that time. Lord's Supper is one of the great gifts that the Lord gives to us. And a lot of what that is, is a congregation's gathering. It'd be great if we could eat a giant meal of potluck every Sunday. That'd be <laughs> yeah. kind of like a like a big old uh, a Lord's Supper uh, 
uh, that'd be a great time. But we'll be observing the Lord's Supper together, and this Sunday we'll be in First Peter chapter five, verse one through five. And uh, speaking of what it is to to be a leader or leading in light of the little whiles of life, I just want to read one little verse here, one little reminder, because your story and a lot of what you're saying it just bleeds humility. Uh, and all these things. He says, uh, Likewise, you who are younger, be subject to the elders. Clothe yourselves, all of you, with humility toward one another. And that is very much what happens as disciples, where the gospel humbles us, and then we humble one another by when we see acts of grace, when we see acts of service, uh, when we get to serve together. Uh, and, uh, and and very much, uh, Stephen, I think you'd agree uh, that that's one of our hearts as we leave and as lives of response whether it's going out to the oil field, whether it's going out into the context of the home as a stay-at-home mom, uh, whether it's working, whether it's a student, that uh, to humbly live out and share the gospel uh, in our own natural areas and neighborhoods with roommates and friends and neighbors that we take an interest in and pursuing, uh, that's something incredible that is out of this world and can really make family with people that a guy from Missouri guy from Florida, mm-hmm. uh, a guy from uh, Michigan. Michigan, I almost said Wisconsin. All, I know, that, I know that's a place. dangerous thing to mix up those two states. <laughs> so I had a crisis there, Wisconsin <laughs> or Michigan, uh, <laughs> you know, and then and, and Texans and, and, and weaving us together really as, mm-hmm. as one family. Uh, that's a great thing. Stephen, any thoughts as we come up on the end of the year here? No, I mean, 2020 uh, has been a ride, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I, I do think um, there's been unique opportunities to see the Lord's faithfulness within the body of Christ. There have been new new pathways of hospitality that have been created that we just never would have we never would have imagined could happen. Um, but we've seen people come out of uh, the woodwork and just step up and say, I want to I want to I want to serve and love people. And that's been amazing. And I think that's that's obviously been I think the three of us would agree, even just hearing your story and the way you've talked about it. Um, the grace is just a unique body of, of believers that the Lord has fused together through Christ. And, um, and we're, we're closer yet also farther apart in a lot of different ways. Um, but even the, even the distance, I think as cliche as it is, the distance has made our hearts grow fonder. I remember, you know, seeing people at our, our, uh, 80th anniversary service outside mm-hmm. and people that had, you know, had to have been quarantined or been uh, at home, you know, protecting their health. Uh, uh, and to get to see them in, in person was just uh, something that's kind of still ingrained in my mind. And um, I don't know, man, it's been, it's been wild. I'm excited for what 2021 will bring yeah. um, as we continue yeah. to, to walk in, in humility and hopefully with the Lord's wisdom as we seek to minister the gospel to each other and to others in our community. So um, Chris, thanks so much for spending time with us today and sharing. I mean, honestly, your story and, and the, what you've shared, uh, has got me kind of pumped up honestly. And, um, you know, thankful for, for you and for your ministry to our church and for your ministry to me personally and, um, and for what the Lord will continue to do uh, in and through us. So, uh, thanks again for, for being here. Thank you all for having me on. It was flattered that you would ask so it was uh it was it was a blast thanks so much yeah man well church we'll look forward to seeing you this sunday and on christmas eve uh, to worship the lord our god together see you then